The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Driver! Start your engine! Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Kurt Busch is in luck because we are here to talk about racing things. That's all we ever do is talk about racing things. It's the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. It's All-Star Week. We've already plowed through all of our betting picks for the All-Star Race, for the truck race. We've done DFS. Now, Cody, we get to let our hair... D- we get to... Well, we get to have a little fun this <laughs> week and, uh, and, and just give you... a some rundowns of a couple of the unique processes in this all-star race and then we're going to give you a few bonus picks because why the hell not we're going to wrap it up and talk about some bets that we we like now that we've seen a few more odds and uh yeah just talk it through so by now you've listened to this a truck race is is going to get ready to go you're all settled in cody buddy welcome to the end of the week (laughs) welcome to the end of the week right yeah i like I do like when we have the full week and and we get all three series. Obviously, that's the most fun. We have all three series to bet on, all three series to talk about. But sometimes these little little extra shows are, are kind of just fun. Again, like you said, let the hair down, relax, take a break. Neither of us have much hair, but uh, we'll let it down anyways. Uh, and yeah, no, it's gonna be a fun time. Um, we've got some some pit stop uh, yeah, part of the All Star race. So we get to talk about a little bit. They brought the pit stop challenge back, uh, so that's gonna be fun. And then, yeah, a few, few more lines, a few more books have come out with some extra stuff and uh, drop, a, drop a few more bets, a little little DGEN's only parlay and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, the Army makes it difficult for me to keep any sort of, of hair whatsoever. <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah. And, in fact, I had to be in a room full of official people today, which meant that, I, you know, if you've watched the YouTube channel, you see my hair progressively get longer and then all of a sudden get short. It's because it's, it's time for me to, to zip that hair again. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't miss those days. Mm, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to miss fairly <laughs> short, but I can do it whenever I want. To. I was going to say, yeah, you can literally let it go as long as you want. That's and why I got the beard. Too, I was going to say, I'm jealous I don't of that beard. I have to shave anymore. So I, I don't. <laughs> jealous of that. I did that when I first got out too. I let my hair grow. I was Grizzly Adams at then. Uh, but yes, you are correct. So we did uh, bring back the pit stop challenge. The pit stop challenge actually sets the, uh, the starting lineup for the race, which I got to tell you right now, that's a lot of pressure on the crew, first and foremost. And 
imagine being the driver that knows you can get her. This is not based on your speed. This is based on your crew. So, hey, it's a team sport, Rod. And this is, I mean, they're taking team to the next level. Like, I, I think this is great. We've had the, the pit stop challenge before, but I don't think they've ever used it to set the lineup or, or is actually part of, I think there was one year where they maybe did like the fastest pit stop got, or maybe they set like a, after a stage or something. I can't, there's been so many, so many gimmicks and different ways they've done these all-star races. I can't remember all of them, but this is a, this is a pretty neat way to do it um, and set the lineup for the heat races. And then I think, so do they, um, I probably should know this, but are they, is this how they're determining the lineup for the all-star open race as well too, I believe, correct? Uh, you know, it didn't say anything about that. It literally just talks about the, uh, the, the, pit well, everybody's odds are in here. So yeah, you got to think that that's that what it is. Be the, the open as well. We're going to roll with that. <laughs> well, no. And I, and I, I think uh, it is, it I'm did. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that is because there's no qualifying for that. There's no, I haven't seen anything else. So I think obviously, yeah. you know, the fastest of the open guys would start. Yeah. yeah. In the front and then the fastest of the all-star guys, obviously. Well, and then I believe they're, they're alternating similar to the duels and stuff like so fastest all-star locked in guy will start on the pole and heat one second fastest will start on the pole and heat two heat yeah. one heat two and uh, and so on and so forth well i will read you straight from straight from what i'm looking at right now it says the starting lineup for sunday's main event will be set by a pair of 60 lap qualifying heats held saturday night after the craftsman craftsman trucks tra craftsman truck race that's that's yes uh, starting order go. for yep. those races and the 100 lap all-star open qualifier will be set by a Friday night pit stop competition. That is that is how so, that's going to happen. So everything is going to happen as a result of this pit stop. So, um, if I mean, if you're a fastest pit stop and you're part of the open, more power to you, right? Because that's that means you get a better starting spot there, too. So a um, yep. lot and riding on this. Not only is that all riding on this hundred thousand dollars to the winning team as well for the pick crew members so they've literally got some skin in the game here uh not only do they want to perform for their car for their team and to bragging rights i mean these guys they talk up and down pit road they all know each other and and they're in a competition every week too and they you know it's a, it's a, again a race within the race but they're they're in competition with each other who can be the fastest picker who can be the better pit crew now you toss a hundred thousand dollars out there a little little dangling a carrot in front of them, even more uh, opportunity for them to, to be quick here. Hey, and I got to tell you, they have more interaction with each other than the drivers do, obviously, because the drivers are in their own separate cars. These pit crews are literally on the same stretch of, of land, and, you know, those pit boxes are not all that wide, so there's some cross-mingling. There's yep. some trash-talking going on. It, it happens. I love it. So, um, all right. We're going to talk through some of the odds for, uh, the, there's actually odds out, and we'll tell you about that in a second, for each fastest pit stop uh, per driver. So we're going to talk through those when we come back, but we got to take a quick break, step away and come back with more of that. Let's tell you about Edge Boost. SGPN is excited to announce an exclusive early access partnership with Edge Boost, the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Similar to buy now, pay later programs like Affirm and Afterpay, Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, 0% interest. Ladies and gentlemen, just simply deposit funds into your account and Edge Boost will match the deposit so you can use 
two times the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in advances as you build a repayment history. My Edge Boost Double Down Play of the Day is going to be Martin Truex Jr. to win this all-star uh, race altogether. So go sign up for Edge Boost. Hammer that double down. You'll be happy. With this special offer, the first 500 SGPN users will start at a $1,000 advance limit and the next 2,500 users means you got a lot of opportunity to take advantage of this. We'll start at $500. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We alluded to it before the break. A lot riding on it for these pit crews. Obviously, the bragging rights, the $100,000, but they want to put their driver in a very solid starting position to start this race. Um, and, of course, that all hinges on whether or not they can get it done. A little bit about how this pit stop's going to happen. So what it is is it's a four-tire uh, pit stop. There are timing lines marked one pit stall behind and one pit stall forward of their designated pit box, which means that is where the timing will occur. So they got to get in. They got to get it changed and they got to cross that line. And that's how they're pretty much going to uh, score that pit stop. Fastest one out obviously gets the better starting position. So um, it's it's pretty cut and dry. Uh, Cody just alluded to it before, too. We were talking about it offline. The gas can will be part of it. it the, gas ca the gas carrier will be part of it, as he is with every pit stop. There's just no gas in that can. So it doesn't really matter what he does. Can, but. The gas guy does a lot of other stuff during the pit stop, whether it's grabbing tires, catching tires, moving hoses, whatever, whatever other things they might do. He's still part of the team and part of it. So they won't actually be putting fuel in the car, but he'll he'll still go through the motions of a normal stop. And that's the thing about this. Like, this is just one pit stop as fast as you possibly can. And, and so there's going to be some teams that make mistakes because they're going to be trying to go too fast, but it's not. This isn't, you know, if you don't, you know, sometimes they always say, you know, accuracy necessarily is is a little more is better than speed sometimes, right? Where you want to be fast, but you want to get it right as well. And so you take just that fraction of a second to slow down and make sure it's right. Still obviously very fast, but this one, you don't want to have a mistake, obviously, because that's going to cost you time. But you do want to be the, the point of this is to go as fast as humanly possible. So there's going to be guy. I mean, they're going to be going for it. These are going to be very quick pit stops, um, and so it'll be fun to watch. Um, God, is this on TV too? I think it is. It, it should. Um, it's got to be. I think all of it be, is yeah. on. I think, on. Uh, we'll have to. We'll we'll check that. We'll get our stat guy on that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I do think that uh, there's going to be some some teams that make mistakes for sure. That's going to cost them big time and i guess it it is still you don't want to have too big of a mistake because it does start the setting set the starting lineup so um there is that part of it where you don't want to mess up but these guys are going to be going incredibly fast um and this is going to be incredibly exciting to watch uh, i will tell you that the qualifying all-star pit crew challenge will be on fs1 uh yeah. that starts at 5 45 eastern time so do the math for your time zone. So that is where you can watch yep. the pit crew and challenge. That's, that's Friday evening. So if you listen to, hopefully you're listening to this Friday morning, 
it's another Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, a little late, but uh, I mean, <laughs> you, but don't... you can still you can still li- right. Don't don't stop because there's going to be bonus bets at the end too that you can still place. And I, it is fun sometimes to go back and be like, "Wow, yeah, they were completely wrong on that," or "Oh, wow, they called this." So uh, that's that's always fun to listen to as well. I do that all the time, especially with fantasy I... football podcasts. Even if I miss like a Sunday yeah. or something, I'll go back on Monday and listen to the predictions and, li- and yep. go. And you're like, "You're an idiot." Wow. Wow, this, this guy was just completely like, what were you even thinking? This did not happen. Or sometimes you're like, damn, they really got that right. That's truth exactly be, what happened. Truth be told, Cody, I listened to ours on Monday and I I go, man, I'm an idiot. How did I not see that? What? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to put myself through that. But uh. <laughs> It's called quality control. I always listen to myself and go, go, man, he's go. an idiot. Uh, I'll, I'll let you handle the quality control part. <laughs> Uh, but okay, so our, our buddies over on uh, on Bet Fred actually have these odds for the pit stop, uh, uh, the fastest pit stop. So yeah, which and shout out to Bet Fred. Like, what does everybody else do? I, I don't understand these books. Like, this is a huge weekend for NASCAR. There's a lot of different things going on. There's a lot of things you could bet on, and Bet Fred is the only one that seems to be stepping up. They're the only book we can find that's got pit stop challenge odds. They're the only book that has to make the all-star open odds, um, which you could probably just bet top threes other places or to make to make the all-star race from the open, I guess. But um, but yeah, I'm disappointed in some of these other books that there's not more options um, as far as as this pit stop stuff goes. Like you can bet on qualifying weekly on, on Caesars and Barstool. Like so this is just a different way to qualify, but let's still have odds for it. it it's unfortunate. Maybe they'll wake up uh, between when we're recording this and and uh, when it actually airs or qualifying airs. But yeah, it is uh, unfortunate. So shout out, Bet Fred. We appreciate you giving us these options. I highly doubt it. Although I, I'm telling you right now, they are waiting for us to start our own book. They really are. It's 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 coming, Cody. We're going to start our <laughs> own NASCAR book and offer uh, yeah. like better. Well, maybe bets. someday because it's yeah it's. It's obviously it's, it continues to get better. It's gotten better. Well, there's one book in the Discord if you want to find out which book that is. That's completely lagging this week or this year in NASCAR. But overall, I mean, it, it, we are getting better options week in and week out. They're getting stuff up earlier, so it is it is continuing to grow, of course. But yeah, come on, don't. Why are you sleeping on some of these op- golden opportunities? I don't know. You Especially it's on TV. Like I get if it wasn't on TV, if they were just kind of doing it, like you know but it's going to be on tv it's it's a whole event like yeah let's let's get some odds out there so thank you betfred yes thank you betfred uh and then i will say too uh give a, a quick shout out to uh fantasy racing cheat sheet uh you can actually find them at frcs.pro uh i got to tell you i this they got a pretty comprehensive list of pit stops so you could do your own little research as well uh, into all sorts of things. They've got four tire stops, two tire stops, pit stop average, total stop average. They even tell you how many stops they've made like per race. Um, Cody and I were just commenting on this before uh, before we jumped on. A lot of the fastest pit stops are from Richmond and Las Vegas. In fact, you know most of the, the fastest pit stops this season have come from uh, Richmond and Las Vegas from a cruise perspective. Um, right. I mean, total stop time obviously is, is a little different, but, um, from a cruise perspective, there's been a lot. Alex Bowman sits on top of that. He's got a 10.0098 stop at Richmond. Daniel Suarez, the same time. Ty Gibbs, the same time at Richmond. Joey Logano 
10.0200 at Richmond. 0.0002 seconds slower. <laughs> that's how close. That's how. Wow. That is how close that is. That's crazy. How do you even. T- I mean, and again, for three for three teams to have hit exactly this. I mean, when they're going to that much of a fraction of a second for three teams to have exactly the same time. That's it's it's crazy how how good these guys are and how how close they all are. I mean, obviously it, you know, the bigger teams still have the advantage, but even the smaller teams crank out some pretty quick pit stops. It's funny though because we say that, right? And so my daughter will come downstairs and it'll be like going through pit cycles and, and green flags or whatever and, and they hit like 10 or 11 seconds, right? And she goes, "Uh, eh. That's pretty slow because she's used to watching she F1. Sees the F1 pit <laughs> 2.2, 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.3. 2.
and William Byron, both of those guys listed at plus 500 to turn in the fastest pit stop. I mean, what do you even think about that? Well, I think that's a reflection of what we see during the race, right? Because it seems to me like William Byron's pit crew is always the pit crew that's getting him from fourth or third to first. They're putting him in position, and now he's got three wins because of it. But it seems to me like every time we think about him coming down pit road, and now that that also includes how he does he performs on pit road, getting in and out and everything. And this this challenge is just going to be the actual pit stop and not necessarily the entrance time. We know some of these guys are are very good about getting really close but not going over. Some guys speed a lot, <laughs> uh, but yeah. And so I think maybe that that's a reflection of that. I was looking too as well at the uh, this fantasy racing cheat sheet site has pit stop average times as well, which Chase Briscoe's team, holy hell, they are uh, consistently the fastest by a lot, actually. I mean, their average pit stop, 10.352. Byron is second at 11.264. Um, Corey LaJoy's crew is actually the third quickest on average at 11.338. So that I, it's hard to know how which parts of these are going to weigh in, right? Because doing it consistently is great, but... You don't need consistency in this. You need one very fast stop. So I guess you have to kind of pick and choose which which stats you more want to look at, which way you have a feel for. Again, this could just be kind of like with the all-star race. Since this isn't something we normally handicap, we normally look at much, just kind of take your shots where you want to, right? Just kind of sprinkle things in how you feel. Use a little bit of your gut handicapping skills and, and go from there, I suppose. So you got Chastain, Byron, and Larson. Those are the top three favorites. It's plus 500 for Chastain and Byron, plus 600 for Larson. And then it's a drop-off after that. I mean, you got Bubba at 10-1. to 1. There's a solid group there. And there's teams down. I mean, Corey LaJoy, 40-1. to 1. Like, his pit crew has been, what did I say, third or fourth f average fastest? Why would you not? Here we go. If you're watching on YouTube, bring him in. Corey LaJoy. Uh, well, you got to throw a sprinkle on that, right? Why not? 40 to one. They obviously are very good and they're ripping off, um, consistency. So maybe they can throw down a really quick one. So I will say too, uh, that this is, this, uh, sheet is using five, the last five pit stops from the last two or three starts for some of these guys. So, um, it's not all season long, but I mean, you know, when we talk data and when we talk, uh, analytics and stuff, the, the bite size does matter to a certain extent, but you know, the, the cream will always rise to the top. And it's funny though, you talk about Chase Briscoe having that, that 10.352, uh, Maybe average on pit road so much. Well, listen, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but it, but his average stop time, 39.194, that puts him like in the 27. So if you look on this, this means, racing cheat sheet, for the record, too, these are four tire stops yeah. that we're looking at. Yeah, you, they do. It does allow you to filter it that way, so it's uh, not not factoring in gas and goes or two tire stops or anything like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I mean, if you if you get factor that in, he is like they got green for fast and then red, increasingly uh, um, darker shades of red. His is almost all the way red when it comes to total stop time. So again. This is the crew. This is not him driving on and off. I think that pit stall may not make too much of a difference either way, but I mean, it may. You know, yeah, it could factor in too where you're where these guys are, are sitting on pit road on an average week as well. I mean, we we know that 
sometimes you can fire off at the end of end of it quickly and and it makes a difference in other traffic you're navigating when you're coming in so that could play a factor as well yeah um joey logano eric jones factoring in total stop time as far as first and second in that span as well uh interestingly and interestingly enough uh, the pit stop for Eric Jones, 12.499, but his total stop time, uh, 36.556, which, I mean, Eric Jones on this list is, as I scroll down a Boy, little bit farther, he is at eight plus eight, he's at 80 to one to win this. So, again, how much is factoring into this, right? How, how much does that pit stall really factor in? Uh, when it comes to it, because over the last five pit stops, he's actually been the best, uh, you know, getting on and off. His crew has, has not been the fastest, but he's been the best getting on and off. Joey Logano, second on that list, 36.595. Um, Joey Logano to win this is 12 to 1. So, you know, it, 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 those type of a situation are, are interesting because you look at pit stops, this is not lap time. This is not how fast you can drive. This is how fast can your pit crew change a tire and get you off a of pit road. So you can see even in the odds are stacked in the favor of some of these, these drivers that run well, but their pit crews, obviously you see that the there's value in bidding some of these pit crews that don't necessarily get the love that the bigger pit crews get, you know? Yeah. Agreed. And, uh, yeah, I, I was just looking to. Uh, I was trying. I was trying to look back and see last year the most the mechanics wear most valuable pit crew award went to Kyle Busch's pit crew on the 18 car last year. Those guys are now pitting for Martin Truex on the 19. He's at 16 to one. That might be another uh, another option to look at here. I think if you look at the aggressiveness of the Joe Gibbs Racing pit crew team. They have been the ones that have tried the different strategies, right? Where they had the guy switching where the guy would change the front right side and then the left rear. And they've been trying all these different things out. Knowing that this pit crew challenge was coming up, I feel like a pit department like that might have possibly been practicing on things like this to try and, and get in for um, to get in for this specifically. And maybe they, they did stop doing that quote-unquote next-gen pit stop and went back to doing it the old way um, because I think there were some inconsistencies. But we did see the speed that it would provide sometimes. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if any teams pull out something that, that they haven't used in an actual race yet that they've kind of been saving for for this. Yeah, uh, it, it's so crazy that uh, you look at... So you talked about Martin Truex Jr. Uh, he actually ranks eighth as far as total stop rank. So his pit crew gets him uh, gets him out at 12.192, um, but his average stop time uh, is 37.739. So again, he's eighth in that list. Uh, talk about go Joe Gibbs. It's funny because uh, they've got the eighth, the 14th, and the 18th ranked uh, pit stop crews. So, you know, they, they actually are the class of the Toyotas as far as pit stops are concerned. And then 2311... Right after that, at, at uh, what's it? Bubba Wallace is twenty eighth, and Tyler Reddick is thirty first as far as the rank is concerned. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're right. These these Gibbs Toyotas are, are, are aggressive when it comes to pit stops. So, uh, you look at all of these guys and where they where they sit in this. Um, where it's even Denny Hamlin's at eleven to one, 
for that, Christopher Bell, 14 to 1. You just said Martin Truex at 16 to 1. Ty Gibbs at 20 to 1. I mean, any one of those guys could crank off a fast pit stop and, and put you in the money there as well. Yeah. And uh, Josh Berry, I want to highlight him, 18 to 1. We talked about it, right? Alex Bowman's pit crew had the fastest stop at Richmond. Um, it was that 10 point. Uh, oh, I just had it and I lost it. Zero, 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 yes. two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ten point zero zero nine eight, and they actually had not only do they have the fastest pit stop in that race, one, two, three, four, five, six. They had the sixth fastest pit stop as well, so twice in that race, uh, that one was at a ten point zero seven six two. So, some very quick changes there. Um, that's the the number one name that pops up multiple times early on in this um keselowski's team kind of pops up what's keselowski's odds at keselowski uh, is sitting at 14 to at 1, 14 to 1 he's yeah. kind of up a little higher harvick kind of pops up a couple times he's uh he's only 10 to 1 so yeah i don't know what's uh i we don't i we don't we didn't really come into this as far as giving out picks we kind of just wanted to talk through the process and stuff but if you had to, to bet on one or two of these rod where, where do you think you would go <sighs> You know, I, I like your Martin Truex angle. I do. And at don't 16 to 1, no. well, no, that's fine. <laughs> no. You can have him. No, no, don't. I like it. No, go with it. No, that's that's really what it is. And I think as we talked through it all, the 16 to 1 angle of this makes me like it even more uh, because obviously there's, there's so much value in that. But I'm not opposed to taking a stab at Eric Jones just because we know Legacy has not been good on the track. But as the, the stats bear out, He's actually been good on pit road. So um, maybe without the pressure of uh, of knowing that they've got to get him out in a certain position, rather, you know, because like you had said before, right? I mean, they're trying to get it right, right? But when you're racing, you're trying to get them out for track position. Here, you just want to get them out, right? And so you're not necessarily trying to get them out before other cars. You just want to nail the best pit stop of your life. And if Eric Jones has been able to be consistently good getting on and off a of pit road, <clears throat> that may be good for a second, two seconds, you know, of, of them just being able to breathe, relax, and get him out. So uh, at 80 to 1, I feel like taking a stab at Eric Jones <laughs> wouldn't hurt you. So I think you treat this, this almost even more so than like winners at super speedways, but treat this like a first touchdown bet. I mean, that's almost kind of what this is, right? Anybody could get into the end zone and just hit the you're gonna get the right call, the right play at the right time. And maybe it's the backup tight end, like Eric Jones at 80 to 1, or maybe it's one of the you know second string wide receivers like Martin Truex at 16 to 1. So I think you go Truex 16 to 1, Jones 80 to 1, like Rod just called out, Barry at 18 to 1, and Corey LaJoy at 40 to 1. I think that's how you you take your unit, split it up four ways. Drop it on those. You get a 16 and an 18 to one. Then you get a 40 and an 80 to one. I think that's uh, that's some solid, solid first touchdown bets there. I agree. Or it could be the star running back William Byron at fifth at plus 500. Like it's right. that's like yeah, that's like well, Derrick Henry's probably going to score first, right? We know that. Yeah, but the, but that's not sexy. That's not <laughs> no, no, you know. Not. I mean, you can bet that if you want to, but uh, and even the data doesn't necessarily like it's this data that we're looking at doesn't scream like they're so much better than everyone else and so I, I think that that makes me not really want to go too crazy on it either yeah but yeah, yeah i like i like going with these other four guys uh and again just this is a again it's a fun thing it's a nice little extra thing it's not this isn't where they're qualifying where you got to find somebody that's 
good at laying down one lap that's perfect or has speed on this type of track. This is it's completely different and not something we look at week to week. So uh, yeah, I like doing it this way and kind of making it uh, like the first touchdown. And, and then you root for the, you know, your guy to get in the end zone first. I love, love that philosophy. Hopefully everybody else finds that as well. Um, you know, Cody, let's just keep rolling. Let's have fun with this. Let's just keep rolling. Let's give out a couple of extra bonus picks for the race. That way, for those of you who may have listened uh, too late, you still have an opportunity to, to play some bets uh, on Saturday and Sunday. There you go. I like it. Okay, well, I did bring this up on the Truck Series betting episode earlier this week. I said if you could find any head-to-heads with Ross Chastain to fade Ross Chastain, um, Barstool and I think it's Bet Rivers have both given us the option. Uh, both of them have uh, Nick Sanchez at minus 112 against Ross Chastain. So give me Nick Sanchez, minus 112 over Ross Chastain. We've talked about Sanchez. He's been fast all season. Um, expect him to have some speed again this week like he has all season. And Chastain in that 42. 42- Two one forty one forty one yeah. It just he's not done great at any point this season. He's he's got a, ended up with a couple decent finishes because of some circumstances, but not because he looked good throughout the race or was really in in competition all day. So uh, fading Ross Chastain in the truck race, Nicholas Sanchez minus one twelve, and that's uh both Bet Rivers and Barstool both have that. Well, let me add on to that because Bet MGM has a chance for you to fade Ross Chastain in the Cup race. And uh, they've given you Kyle Larson at minus 130 over Ross Chastain. That's not juiced up at all. I mean, it it is juiced, obviously, but like I would expect this line to be way, way more uh, gouged in in the favor of the books. But if they're only giving me minus 130 to fade Ross Chastain, uh, and and look, Chastain is at plus 100 of this. He's even even money. Like there's no... There's no confidence in the books. I, I'm not even sure why they're giving it to you, but you got to take it because at this point, there's no way Kyle Larson is going to lose a head-to-head against Ross Chastain on this track, unless, of course, you know, Ross nudges him out of the way again, and now we're talking Spin City. But um, I gotta, I gotta just like you fade Ross Chastain on this track. There's just doesn't seem to me to be any confidence that he's going to do well in the truck race, in the Cup race doesn't even matter so and it, like i said at minus 130 come on now this is yeah. this is a smash yeah i like this because you expect larson to be very good here of course and, and with ross there's just a lot of questions and i think the books still have these head-to-heads obviously they've they've kind of butted heads lately and so i think that nascar likes to have these you know i think i believe nascar dictates some of these featured matchups to some of their partner books um but of course, they, they want to have this, right? So people are talking about this more and more. But with uh, the Ross part of this, it's like last week, like some people decided to bet it. We talked about don't bet him. It's this tra- Eventually, it's going to come there. And there's a point in the race. It's like Larson at super speedways. There's a point in the race where you're like, these dudes were so wrong. He's so fast. He looks so good. But exactly every time Larson's on a super speedway, he looks good. He looks fast and he always gets caught up in the wreck. We knew Chastain, eventually the track was going to catch up with him, and it did. He put himself in the wrong position. Now, this week, it's been all the talk, right? Uh, uh, who is, is it? Uh, I was going to say Chad Canals, but that's not right. Uh, Cliff Daniels, uh, Larson's crew chief, called him out, called Chevrolet out during the race. Hey, Chevrolet, this is the third or fourth time or whatever that we've not finished the race because he keeps wrecking other Chevrolets. 
And then Hendrick, Mr. Hendrick, uh, had his comments after the race in the in the media room. And then now you go into the week, and Justin Marks had comments like a a very disappointed father on a Sirius XM, where look, we've got to get this guy to stop doing this, basically, and like things have to change. Like it's gotten to the point where okay, you, you've gotten away with this for too long. And then it's you know it sounded to me like Chevrolet gave Justin Marks a call and said, "Hey, buddy, fix this shit." Like I think that's what happened there. And, and so now Ross has gotten that all week, right? And and we've seen it though, right? He, he's been sorry. He's sorry, and he's sorry, and he's sorry, and he's sorry. But he keeps doing. It. And now there's all this. And he said, I think he said yesterday something to the effect of, "I'm just glad Rick Hendrick knows who I am." <laughs> although it's for the wrong circumstance or something. And it's just like, so I don't know if he's going to get, but it's going to be interesting to see if he just like, you know, sometimes when you get upset about something and you just go complete opposite and you're like, you know, fine, you want me to do this? Fine. I'm going to do the total opposite. And so I don't know. Otherwise, is he just going to be the same aggressive guy he's been? And if he starts being aggressive, people are going to take the opportunities. We talked about it last year. Nobody really ever, Denny, all season, oh, we're going to get him back. We're going to get him back. And then he never really did. These guys are fed up now. Like we've seen it, right? Guys are taking their shots when they can get it on him. And that makes it so much harder to bet on him, so much harder to trust him to get to the end. Is he going to have speed? Probably. Is he going to have a good car? Probably. Is he going to make it to the end is the biggest question mark in there. So I like fading him uh, in the Cup Series for that reason. And then back to the Truck Series, it's just I, I think that truck's going to continue to be slow as as it has been even with him behind the wheel. So. I don't expect uh, much speed out of that. Yeah, and they're taking shots at him on and off the track, obviously, and and really. And listen, if I get that this is a race for a million dollars, but again, a million dollar prize is uh, was a lot bigger back in the day when they, you know, I mean, Chastain could probably sign himself a watermelon deal worth. 25 times that you know what i'm saying like is there, is there that much water money in watermelon rod hey I, I don't know man i i'm not a watermelon oh, farmer. for a new job now <laughs> I, I, but all i'm saying is that there's probably i mean look a million dollar prize is great the prestige of winning at north wilkesboro is great but if there's a race in which you would lay low this is probably it because you're not you're not there i mean you're there to run the race and and there's no points which you could probably argue the opposite. No, Rod, this is exactly where you go and ruffle all the feathers because there's no there's no ramifications. Well, but there is because even though these guys aren't racing for points, they're still racing. So you just got to lay low, right? And I think this may be an opportunity for Chastain to just sort of run around and, and be inconspicuous and let the what happened last week kind of go by the wayside because if he makes noise now... If he if he does something again to put himself in the headlines this week, two weeks in a row, now you know that your fate is cemented. Whatever your reputation is, you do this again. And granted, he's done this a lot. But if you do this again, now that the heat is even turned up more, I, I mean, look, I, I'm a human being. I don't need that much, right? I got I got stress enough. Like I don't need 35 other drivers literally bumping me every single day because of the decisions I make on the track. So you got to cool down at some point, unless you really don't like your car to finish a race every week. Yeah. And, and I mean, if a Noah Gragson gets in, whether he races his way in, he wins the fan vote, Chastain's coming to lap him. I mean, it just, there's, there's so many unknowns. Maybe nothing happens. Maybe he just comes out, wins this race and we're wrong. We'll take that. It's fine. But uh, there's, there's too many things 
that could not go his way either in his control or or the rest of the field's control that makes you not want to bet on him. Um, I did want to shout out Bet Rivers. They have they do have um, or not Bet Rivers, um, Bet Fred rather. Um, they've got qualify for the All Star race, excluding the van, fan vote for the NASCAR All Star Open. So I want to point out that that means basically you have to finish first or second in the race. And, and so some guys, if you look at so if you go over to like Caesars, so like Josh Berry's plus one sixty for this, he's plus one thirty five for a top three on Caesars. So it doesn't really make sense. You might as well just bet him in the top three in case he finishes third and take the little less. But if, as you scroll down, like Almondinger's plus 250 for a top three. He's plus 480 to qualify, which is be a top two finish over on Betfred. So kind of as you go down, if there's somebody specifically you like, like Priest is plus 180 to qualify, but he's plus 160 for a top three. So again, just take the top three. Don't take the to qualify. Um, but there are some other guys. Like Gragson, if you if you think Gragson can get in, he's plus three forty for a top three, but he's plus seven twenty to qualify for the you know in the top two. So, if there's any of those guys you like farther down, I don't know that either of us. I don't remember that either of us were real big on any of these guys to finish in top three or necessarily get in. Um, but past the top four, the Barry Gibbs Almarola Priest, I would just go bet their top threes. Past that, if you think they're going to finish in the top two, and that doesn't include the fan vote, so. You can't, uh, which, how's, is Corey LaJoy? Oh, yeah, there he is. He's 12 to 1, because I would love that for the fan vote part of it. But fan vote doesn't count. So if there's anybody that you think can race their way in uh, by finishing in the top two, pass the top four, guys, because, again, just go bet on them for top three. Um, you, you're kind of doubling your odds if you think they can get, improve from third to second, basically, which is obviously the cutoff point for uh, for getting in the race. So I wanted to to point out that as an option. Hey, what did you say Almondinger's top three was at, at right now? Uh, over on Caesars, he is plus 250. Okay, so he's the same. He hasn't moved since uh, since I gave him out at that. So Yeah, yeah, because you did give him out at that, didn't you? So if yeah. you like him to finish second, you, you can up it to plus 480 if you go over to uh, Betfred. Yeah, I mean, you could yeah, you could kind of do both and hedge yourself that way. Yeah, and that that's probably how you would want because you would hate it if he finishes third and not mm-hmm. second. But if he finishes second... That's why sometimes if you bet somebody top three, I always like taking the top five, too, for when they finish fourth. Like John Arnimacek last week, because I had him at the top three, but I missed it because of that wreck on the last lap where he finishes fifth, but luckily had the top five to hedge against it. So, yeah, but I did did want to just highlight that. Is there another bet you would like to give out? We'll give out one more each and then send everybody on their way. Yep, got to do my DJ's only one. So MGM does allow you to parlay the head-to-heads, and they are offering four head-to-heads. So. In true D-Gen fashion, I picked a side on all four of them to parlay and put it together. So it's uh, plus ten seventy or plus ten fifty seven. If you hit this, the example they give here is a five dollar bet wins you fifty seven eighty eight. So, um, okay, the first one is Harvick Logano. I'm gonna take the Logano side. I don't know why I'm so heavy on the Logano train this week, but I'm riding with it. He's plus one or minus one fifteen rather. Uh, Byron versus Truex. These are not easy head-to-heads, by the way. These are all basically coin flips, so I wouldn't go crazy on this, but um, I'm going to take the William Byron side again. He's got three wins. He's been one of the fastest cars week in and week out. Uh, he did race in the one of the late model. I think he was in the ASA late model race where he finished third place uh, in that race. A late model regular beat all of those cup guys. Uh, gosh, I can't think of his name. I'd love to give him a shout-out, but uh, 
and Chase Elliott, I think, finished second in that race. So imagine you're just a regular old late model guy in this series, and all these cup guys come and race, and you whip all their asses. You beat Chase Elliott, you beat William Byron. Got to be a great feeling. But Byron's got the track experience. He's going to be in the truck row as well. He's going to have plenty of on-track time. So give me William Byron there. Chase Elliott versus Christopher Bell. Um, give me Chase Elliott side of things. Again, I do like him this weekend. It's been up and down, but he's been consistent. He's not necessarily had the fastest of cars. Bell has had a lot of bad finishes lately, a lot of bad luck. Um, and Bell is a guy that comes on late in a lot of races, right? You don't usually hear his name early. Towards the end of the race, all of a sudden, here comes Christopher Bell. Well, this is a shorter race. So we're not necessarily going to have all that time for him to work his way up there. Um, and then Larson Chastain, you already touched on that. Give me the Larson side. So Joy Logano, William Byron, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson on their respective sides. And uh, yeah, it's plus 1057 in the uh, to, to parlay all the head-to-heads there. Our DGEN's only play of the week. I love it. Um, all right, so for my last one, I, damn it, I researched myself into this one, and I, I don't know if I, I feel good about it, but oh boy, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. At, at plus 425, I, I see, uh, yeah, at plus 525, rather, Chris Busher, top five. It's it's such a it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good, but he has been fast. We talked about how uh the the RFK cars have found their own way into being good and you know uh, this is a different format. This is a different track. This is a a chance for some unique things to happen and you know Chris Busher, Brad Keselowski, they've both been on the cusp of of being inside that top five consistently right i mean they've had uh some good top 10 finishes this year short tracks super speedways it kind of didn't matter they've they've been running well and they've been running close together so i mean brad kozlowski's at 290 for a top uh five finish in this race too i mean i wouldn't put anything on both of them but i mean if they're both running around the same one pick one to finish inside the top five i guess honestly but I just I have a feeling that one of these RFK cars could find their way inside the top five in this race and just surprise a lot of people. And and again, go back, listen to the betting episode. Go back, listen to the DFS episode in which I basically, this is how I researched my way into a, a Busher top five. Plus, I do like the fact that he is 525 for it. The books have all but counted him out. Uh, it put him down with the Cindrix, the Stenhouses, the Jones right and and i already said that i think busher is going to finish better than dylan anyways um so to have him down in this area i figure why not i figure this is a, a good shot to take uh and and you know if it hits it hits it's almost like a like you talked about the first touchdown right it's one of those bets that you just kind of make and and hope that it hits and root for it which book are you finding top five is on uh this is on mgm bet mgm okay mgm uh, so actually, as you were talking about that, it made me think of something I had thought of earlier in the week. Um, Brad Keselowski, which you just brought up his name, and of course, his teammate, Rod, who is the biggest gambler week in and week out in the entire field when it comes to race strategy? No, that's Brad definitely Brad Keselowski. Keselowski. Yeah. Yes, easily. So one set of tires for that last mm -hmm. hundred laps, right? Brad Keselowski stays out. He gets the right timed caution. And he's got that extra set of tires into the bank late. I, I like this angle of things. So give me the top five at plus 525. And he is 22 to one. I think I saw him 
I think he's 25 to one over on Caesars. Uh, or let's see, Superbook. 25 to one on Superbook. So uh, throw a little Brad Keselowski sprinkle in there because I think that they, he's fast and, and I think they can get a solid finish. But if they're going to win this race, it's likely going to come down to strategy. Nobody loves to gamble more than that six team. I could see him trying something. It's all got to fall correctly, but if it does, Brad Keselowski could easily find his way into the top five at plus 525, and he could possibly win this at 25 to 1. You're a very con- uh, convincing man, Cody Zeeb. <laughs> you, you have swayed so many be. people. That's, that's the way it is. I love it. That's a, that's a sexy just, bet. Uh, you know, it's a way to, again, we're, we're kind of having fun this week. We're just nothing too big, nothing too crazy. We're kind of throwing a few different things out there. This is just a different angle, and if you want to root for you know, you start to see the strategy play out. It gives you that extra, like, okay, I need this to work. Like, and it, if somebody is going to gamble and make it work, it's going to be Keselowski. We saw it. Gosh, I don't know which race it was earlier this season, but we were two laps. We were the tire sitting up against the wall away from NASCAR. Throw the freaking caution flag. It would have worked out perfectly. And Brad, like, they continuously gamble all the time. Why not this race, right? He's, he's probably not going to win the all-star race on pure speed. Why not gamble for a million dollars, Rob? Hey, that's what it's all about. Gamble for a million dollars. I mean, these guys are going to be gambling on the track as well. So absolutely love it. I hope there was something in there that you found that you guys liked, uh, you know, to add on to your card. Again, this is all just uh, a lot of fun this weekend. We really have nothing to go off of other than, you know, some some hopeful good lucks and just a, a lot of fun watching it. So, again, approach this weekend with caution, but uh, have some fun betting on your favorite bets as well. I guess uh, Keselowski is plus 290 for the top five. I was looking at the top three. Yeah, so. I was like, no, no, it's, it's plus 290. <laughs> it is plus 290, so it's a stack correction. <laughs> but otherwise, I still like plus 290. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, all right, well, Cody, I, I, I think it's time to turn everybody loose. We have talked all the all-star race stuff we can talk about at this point. I think we have uh, we've primed everybody enough. Now let's just turn them loose. Uh, that way they have time to bet these uh, the pit stops too if they if they do so choose. So um, yep. go do that, and then uh, yeah. In the meantime, let everybody know where they can find you on social media, and let's bid everybody adieu for the week. Yeah, gonna be a fun one again. Enjoy the All Star festivities. Enjoy the weekend of racing. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Z. Follow the show as well at NASCAR Gambling. Check out the. Uh, F1 Gambling Podcast, special episode over there with a, a special guest. Uh, race got canceled this week because of, of the flooding and rain and stuff. But uh, again, biggest week in racing coming up next week. And uh, yeah, we got come back next week and stay tuned because we got big plans for next week. Huge plans for next week for sure. Uh, yeah, sorry, Italy. California sent all the rain to you. We couldn't handle any more. <laughs> so uh, apologies to F1 for, for that happening. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it is here, whether it is in between media, the back road, go check that out. They've got a show covering the all-star race as well. And then for frequency's sake, got something coming out for them as well. Cover it all. We will see you on the recap show. Enjoy all-star weekend. Hopefully you win some money. Hopefully you have some fun. Join us in the discord to continue the conversation. So until then, let's go racing and let it ride. I'll cast away all of my-